This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Thanks for listening to This is a Place podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm joined with a man whose favorite time on the clock is 6.30, hands down. Nate. That's right, 6.30. That is a good time. People can't see this right now, but I think there's a ghost on our Zoom call right now, which we use for recording. Or maybe it's like me in the future. Maybe. Or the past. It's very strange because it's taken over my picture and it's very staticky. And I'm back. And, and, then, then, and, then, and then, yeah, it looks it looks like a horror movie or something like that. Oh, I did see a. I mean, this is old news since you brought up horror movie. Have you seen Smile? Uh huh. That one was pretty scary. Yeah, that one wasn't bad. Well, they're also saying. Bring up the M. Night Shyamalan movie coming up. Yeah. They're saying that it's just as good as Signs or something like that. So, fingers crossed. I guess we'll see. I hope so. Apologize. This episode is coming out a little late. We've had some life events. Um, you, you've had a busy couple of weeks. I have. It has been a busy last month or so but hoping things slow down a little bit get back to normal so anyways coming out a little bit late but we're still here grinding and uh giving you the cold hard facts the breaking news because that's basically what we are a breaking news podcast <laughs> well normally we obviously chat outside of the podcast we don't just chat once a week for an hour but since you've been so busy this last couple of weeks your plate's been a little full there's been a lot of stuff going on so i kind of thought this episode should just be us catching up on all the things going on out in the world of utah it's yeah quite a bit. there's quite a yeah a lot of stuff going on right now i mean i proposed there's a popular game on the internet it's uh, marry something else and kill. You pick one of the three. Well, my daughter plays this game, but she has a, a nicer version of saying it. I don't know what they say. I think Hug. like one Hug. is like marry, marry, kiss, or dump or something like that is what they do. Oh, that's a much, something along those much nicer way. So I'm sure she doesn't even know. The, the alternatives the alternative way of people playing that game good for her so i've i've heard her friends you know talk about it well our version is uh three r's it's relocate rename and i guess refurbish Re- replace repurpose Replace, but the, the third one can be many different things because there's a lot to be. I'd say with a lot of these things, with the exception of one, there's a lot of questions, and so it's a good good way for us to 
to talk about that, cast our speculation, start the rumor mill. And I think for most of it, you can consider what we say likely to be what will happen. We're a pretty reliable source, got all the inside scoop. But over the last, what has it been? Four or five Probably just days? a week. Yeah, yeah. Less than a week. week. There's been a lot of announcements. A lot of exciting news going on. So should we start from the the first one? I think the biggest news was that there was actually wasn't news because majority of Utah always thought that the Jazz played at the Delta Center. Little do they know, it's gone through two different name changes after being changed from the Delta Center. What year was that? When they changed it or when they first named it Delta Center? Well, it was it opened up in 1991 as the Delta Center, right? And then the name was changed to the oh-so-catchy Energy Solutions Arena in 2006, or ESA. And then... I forgot about that. <laughs> less than 10 years from that, after ESA went out of business or bankruptcy or whatever, it was renamed to the Vivint Smart Home Arena, which I think was even worse than ESA. It's a mouthful. Well, I had the hardest time calling it the ESA. Like it just, I always forgot. So I kept calling it the Delta Center, but I did get used to the Vivint Arena. Yeah. That one was easier to remember. Easier to remember, but still a mouthful. Still a mouthful. But I still remember I was probably 10 years old and we were driving on the freeway or something where you could see the Delta Center. And I mean, to me, the Jazz played at the Salt Palace. Right, that's right. where they played as a kid, and so I wasn't obviously watching the news, knowing what's going on in the world. But I saw this building that said Delta Center on it, and I automatically thought it had something to do with Delta, like Delta was building airplanes in there or something. That's all I could think of. And then it wasn't until like a year later that I realized, like, oh, that's where the Jazz are playing now. And it was the Delta Center. For basically my my whole teenage years and the good years of when the jazz were relevant and doing well. Right. Yeah, and I think that's part of why it stuck. It rolled off the tongue and people were used to it. And it was a callback to the good old days of the jazz, the John Stockton and Carl Malone era. Yeah, it feels like over the last few years we've been trying hard to bring back the the vibe of the 90s, right? They brought back the mountain jerseys. They brought back the floor. Um, and now we're renaming it Delta Center. So hopefully that gives us some good... Good juju. Juju to move forward. I mean, the Jazz are doing pretty well this season. They're, they're meeting or exceeding the expectations we've had. And most of us had, I'm assuming, because we kind of thought it was a, we're going to tank season, but they're in every game they play. They just keep losing by one or two points, <laughs> which is kind of frustrating. But as long as they get their 111 points, that's all that matters. <laughs> you get free Arby's the next day. Exactly. So that's all that matters. That's all my kids cheer for. Um, 
some of the losses are are heartbreaking. You know, we still haven't even done a, an episode on the Jazz or the arena for that matter, but I think that kind of merits its own episode. Yeah. At some point, maybe as we head into uh, actually the, the All-Star weekend. Yeah, that's coming, coming up. Really coming soon. up pretty quick here. Uh, did you see the tickets and ticket prices by chance? Yeah, they're like, they have a lot of BOGOs and uh, you can get free tickets at the grocery store. Or is that the circus? <laughs> well, I was thinking we yeah. should. Uh, I think like the, the cheapest ticket was like what, around a thousand bucks. If you're wanting to go to the all-star game. Yeah. 1,234 bucks was the great deal. The the cheapest I saw for, I guess it's for two tickets. So that's not that bad, I guess. Still what was the last time? Was it 90? two or three that they were here last time for the all-star game yeah it's been a minute you weren't even around were you (laughs) i was around somewhere i don't yeah i don't know when it was but you're you're probably right so yeah that's that's something kind of cool to look forward to and then I guess the Vivint won't won't be renamed in time for that. But yeah, it was ninety. It was ninety-three. And I probably already shared this before, but they did something where if you didn't miss like a day of school or you had a certain GPA, they used to do every the Saturday morning before the All-Star game, they had a thing called Stay in School Jam, where they would bring in celebrities and musicians and all that stuff and have like an hour TV show about staying in school. But anyways, I earned my right to to go to go to that. So that was my one experience the, the last time the All-Star game was here was going to the Stain School Jam. And then every and then during the Stain School Jam, they would have the the NBA mascot dunk contest. Hmm. So they still do that? I don't know if they still do it because it got weak because the was it the Charlotte Hornets? Is that what they were called? Um, they still are, right? Are they back to the Hornets? No, Bobcats. No, I think they're the Hornets. Are they the Hornets? Yeah. Anyways, they just had their mascot would wear, instead of being like the Hornet, like in the big costume, like most of them wear, would put on a morph suit, a blue morph suit. So he could do any dunk he wanted to. So he always won. I'm like, that's not fair. You need to wear the big fluffy, you know, costume that everyone else is wearing. Hot stuffy so, mess yeah, of a suit. Not just a morse suit. So but yeah, that was fun. That's like I said, that was kind of my memory of All Star Weekend. And I think that's the year that John Stockton and Carmelone shared the MVP for the All Star Weekend. But anyways, like you said, we need to do like a whole episode probably on the All Star Weekend when that happens. And then we need to do a whole episode on the arena itself, whatever name we're gonna call it for that yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, exciting news. Delta Center's coming back. <laughs> and they, they said it's here to stay. You know, they're, it, it included. They're committed for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> they Then they committed that they're going to keep Salt Lake as a Delta hub. I think that was another joint thing to go along with the announcement. Yeah. If you fly Delta. Yeah. If you fly Delta. <laughs> 
but doesn't mean yeah, no I think good. that's that's good news. A lot of people relieved and vindicated since that's what they called it anyway. I I put a a screen grab on our story on the Instagram, and someone responded and said, "That's what it's been the whole time, right?" Is this yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone keeps saying that. I didn't know it even changed, <clears throat> but yeah, pretty cool. Nice to have the Delta Center back. But I mean, that's not the only thing. And Ryan Smith recently talked about big news coming. I wonder if this is what he was referencing this. And I have to imagine there's a little bit of something he had to do with the the Smith's ballpark, which is our relocation item. So we got the rename, now we got the relocation. Is is it going to stay Smith's ballpark? I guess is a question too. I have that same thought. I would guess so. Um, it's going to be interesting. They said 2025 is when they're planning on the first season at the new stadium. Right. And there's always been rumors. I know Larry H. Miller was really wanting to bring a major league baseball team to Utah. And the rumor was he was even going after the Kansas City Royals for a while mm. to relocate here. So I wonder, I don't know. I wonder if there's any... Any credence? Yeah, if that's part of the reason why they're doing this is something like that could be happening. Um, And if so, would the major league team stay in Salt Lake City, like where the Smith Ballpark is right now? But if they're going to build a major league stadium, they would have to do a lot of moving things around in that area. They yeah, that's... To, to demo a lot of stuff and buy a lot of property because I don't think what they have now would suffice for a major league team. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, I think... I mean, this is kind of where the rumors start. Um, I I won't get too much in the weeds with it, but I know that Ryan Smith, owner of the Jazz, has been talking about and joining these collectives that try to bring more teams to cities and have kind of some joint ownership deals. And so there's been speculation as to what kind of team he's going to bring. Is it going to be hockey? Is it going to be baseball and i think building a new stadium new location just as good a time as any to try and bring a new mlb team into the mix right right i would say though the easiest team to bring in as far as if you're looking for like support and attendance would be hockey um compared to baseball but because you have less seats to fill, right, in hockey. Yeah, and going back to the 
Delta Center. Ryan Smith was on a podcast recently. I think it was or on a radio show talking about how the, the arena there in, in Salt Lake isn't as good of a location as something like take Denver, the Pepsi Center. Is it the Pepsi Center? Yeah. The Pepsi Center, for example, the Nuggets play and some nights the Avalanche play. It's a, a dual a dual arena. So use, yeah. it's not what he was saying, and I, he brought up hockey that it's not really a re- arena that can be that dual use space. I don't the, know if the, that's something that could change. The Delta Center? Yeah. Did they change? I mean, because I know, I mean, back in the day, <clears throat> going back to the Salt Palace, that's where the Golden Eagles would play with the Jazz. And then even when uh, the Grizzlies came to town, that they they started out using the Delta Center. So I, I don't, don't know, know if it's why. for capacity reasons or why. That could be it because I think you 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 lose seats obviously, and the way they kind of remodeled the, the the arena to make more comfortable seats, maybe they lose more seats. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Maybe it's that's probably it. And for a minor league team, it's not bad, right? Because you don't have as many tickets. But if you're going to do uh, a major, you know, an NHL team, then you probably want more seats, but. But I know like when they bring, I think the Kings come every year for the last few years to do mm-hmm. a preseason game. And my understanding is that those those games usually sell out. They're, they're pretty well attended. So Yeah, I I don't know if a friend of the show was talking to me about the NHL ideas and I don't I don't know if they would expand NHL. But maybe if they were to transfer a team here from somewhere else, I mean, could happen. But I don't know. I don't know what that would look like, and if that's something that could be at the Delta Center. But for me, it makes sense building a brand new stadium for baseball. I think everybody would be happy to have something like that. I mean, it's it's a difference going to a bees game versus going to a major league baseball game. I think it would be a pretty cool experience. Yeah, major league game. Yes, I've I've been to one Colorado Rockies game was my only major league baseball game, and it was a ton of fun. Uh, we went to the Rockies game. The next day, we went to the Denver Broncos game, and I actually had more. Well, probably because the Broncos sucked back then, had a lot to do with it. But um, and they suck now as well. But. Um, <laughs> The, the Rockies game was, was a ton of fun. And I, I have, I've, I really enjoy going to these games. Um, I'm not a big fan of watching major league baseball or baseball for that matter on TV, but I love going to games live. I even like watching little league and um, like high school baseball games, just the amateur side of baseball, but it's a fun um, environment. It's just fun. And the these games are, are a ton of fun. And um, I remember going back in the day, when the trappers were in town. So um, those were fun memories as a kid going to, to, and that's when I was playing baseball. It was a little bit more fun to go to those games when you're playing baseball as well as a little leaguer. But yeah, I just enjoy going to the ballpark, but I still don't understand why they sing the song, take me out to the ballpark when you're already there. <laughs> but other than that, Baseball's fun, fun to watch, um, not necessarily on TV. And I don't really pay attention to Major League Baseball till 
about playoff time. And we can go on for another half hour on my gripes about this, the Major League Baseball system, but we'll save that for another day. Maybe when we talk through the whole episode on the ballpark itself. See, man, we, we're really missing the low-hanging fruit here. We haven't done Delta Center slash Vivint. We haven't done Smith Ballpark. We haven't done an... Haven't done the E Center, the, yeah, E Center or <laughs> or the rename it now, Rio Tinto, yeah, yeah. We've got it's pretty crazy. I mean, just driving into Salt Lake the other day, and I'm, you know, on the freeway, you look at downtown Salt Lake. It's not that big. Like Salt Lake is not that big compared to other metro areas, especially when you're like flying over, you know, flying out of L.A. and you see all those buildings. Um, so I think we have a lot of room to grow. Yeah. I was talking with a buddy, a work buddy recently. How does it work adding all these things in and that our state continues to grow and there's still no, I mean, even think about the daybreak location. It's not the most ideal in transportation. Like getting there is not as easy as it is to get to Smith's ballpark. So that's that's interesting, but I I think it'll be good, all in all, be a good move and a probably a good location. I'm curious if more is going to happen in that area, and they're not going to try and like take away from Salt Lake necessarily, maybe a little bit, but turning the point of the mountain and the Draper area, the prison area, into more of a a hub because of Silicon Slopes and stuff and everything. I mean, they could put an arena for something in there. And then you've got the ballpark in Daybreak not too far from that area. So That's true. Almost like we're going to start a second second metro area. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, California. Like every 30 miles is another metro. <laughs> another downtown something. Right. But I think one of the funnest things about one of my favorite things about these announcements is the memes, as I just sent you a couple over. One is a graphic of the bees logo with Salt Lake crossed out. So the day daybreak bees instead, which makes you wonder, are they going to change the name or just leave? Them? I think they'll leave them just as Salt Lake. It's still Salt Lake County, the Valley, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Real Salt Lake plays in Sandy. so And the New York Red Bulls play in New Jersey. As well as Giants and Jets. So, you know, they name it based on what the big metro location is. The uh the mayor, and I, I didn't see this, I just I just heard it on a show. They said their response was kind of like, Okay, guess it's leaving. What should we do with this location? <laughs> so I don't know if they if it was kind of out of nowhere for Salt Lake. I know they've wanted to keep it there especially because it's not the most ideal location. So it's nice to have something positive in that area. It is, it will be interesting to see what happens to that spot. If they keep it as some kind of a stadium or they demolish it and change it to something else, probably housing, I assume, but who knows? Yeah. That's kind of like yesterday watching the news. They, they interviewed a bunch of people who live in that area and, and they're, well, the ones they interviewed, I don't know if they're all upset, but they're all pretty upset about it, about them moving and what will happen next. And um, so the golden question is, does another minor league team 
come in and fill that spot? Um, do they demolish it and, like you said, build residential homes, commercial properties? Yeah, it's a great question on what they're going to do with those with with the stadium and aren't they is this is right by uh coachman's is that what it's called but the the restaurant that closed last oh, year oh right right yeah because that their plan is to do like uh apartments or condos right there right yeah so that whole it's area just, is it's sad to like see it's... when something iconic turns into just another Another house. Another house, another characterless building. I'd be curious to know out of our 20 listeners what they think should go there or what they should do with the stadium after the bees are gone. I'm still wondering where that LDS theme park is going to be. I was, (laughs) when I was thinking about that, I'm like, Brandon's going to say, you know, they should turn it into a theme park. I'm going to resist the urge to say that. But it would be a great option. Not the biggest space, but maybe a bigger rush complex. Well, hey, I got an idea. It just came to me. You've got is it called Wolf Creek? The Oh the The Indoor The Great Wolf Water Lodge. Park. Great Wolf that's it. Wolf Creek is up in Eden. Yeah, they should do something like that. Because it's really hard uh, yes, to please. have like an indoor water park that we could go to year round. Heck yes. And it it's pretty close to where Raging Waters was. Yeah. So I'm down for that. Let's do that. All right. We'll submit our uh, proposal to the city council. Mayor Mendenhall, you better be listening. I know you're one of our 20. That would be great. A year-round water park. And, you and I bet you, too, they would probably do pretty well in the wintertime because there's not a whole lot of activities you can do with your kids to get them outside. Well, not even outside, but moving, <laughs> um, especially if they're not into sports, right? During the winter time, there's just not a whole lot to do. And this year, like it snows two feet of snow and you can go sledding for two days and then it melts. Yeah. So an uh, indoor water park would be fantastic. Let's make it happen. I agree. Well, have we talked enough about Smith ballpark? I mean, just to rehash it a little bit, uh, uh, someone we've had on the show before from Demolish Salt Lake was post. She she always posts about these kinds of things, things going away, things being demolished. I mean, a link to the the news article about it that the neighborhood is lo- losing their identity with the whole Smith Park going Smith Ballpark going away. It just changes the whole dynamic. And who knows what will happen? I mean, it, it, the there's been a ballpark there. Says so since the late 1920s, so that's a long time that baseball has been played in that area. So, kind of so sad. I would, but... I would almost say anybody alive probably only remembers having a ballpark there, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's all. That's all they've ever known. This this next one though, I I'm gonna still. I'm gonna log this under rumor because I I haven't seen. A confirmation of this from Lagoon, just a an Instagram page I follow, Utah Coaster Enthusiasts, posted that the log flume at Lagoon was permanently closing. 
And they posted some pictures of it being all cleared out. Don't know if that was is just speculation or if this is is legit. They were going on saying that it's been 48 years it's been there. Wow. And now they're going to pave the way possibly for something else. Definitely going to throw out my suggestion. I've said before. Pioneer themed dark ride would be great. Get Brigham Young up in there, you know. I think it'd be pretty cool. But the way Lagoon usually goes is some kind of roller coaster, some kind of thrill ride. So could be something like that. It also could just be under some refurbishment. But they can make, yeah, this is one or two, maybe just redoing it. If it's it... closing, I will say um, a part of me is sad, but a part of me also is not too upset because that's kind of a it's kind of a lame ride i'm gonna not gonna lie yeah i mean i feel like how long you usually have to wait in line to get in to get on and then the ride takes what less than 30 seconds <laughs> it feels yeah. like i mean you compare it to disneyland obviously there's no comparison well disney universal like a lot of the big Right. Theme parks have something similar and this Knott's one Spray Farm has one that's all all themed and everything. You get to Lagoons. And it's and... like somebody made it in their backyard. It's <laughs> a good point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you had this in your backyard, I would be this is amazing. But oh yeah. You're going to a when you're going to a park that you're paying money for, it's a little disappointing. I feel like it's broken down, closed a lot of times anyway. And when it is open, it just takes forever. They've only got maybe two logs running and you get drenched which is you know yay or nay but i think i'd opt for more of a thrill like rattlesnake rapids over that one it's probably been 15 or more years since i've been on the log flume oh really yeah it's just it's not a lot of times isn't worth the the hot wait to go on it and then, I feel like we usually go at least once every season since we've started getting passes, but we didn't make it this last. Well, we only went to Lake Human like three times this last year. Hey, you still um, got av- took advantage of those passes. You still paid for them. Yeah, <laughs> so we still got our monies back. And I think part of the reason that's why we went three times, we're like, we got to make it worth our money. We got to um, And I know I think we wanted to one of the times, and it was where that rattlesnake was open, but not the log ride. So... Um, and then rattlesnake, it was like October, and they freaking drenched us. And I'm like, come on, guys, turn, turn off down the, the waterfall. Water. And it was freezing. It was it was miserable. So yeah, it's one of those. It's it's, it's sad if it is leaving, you know, because it's a nostalgic landmark there. Yeah. Um, but I could also understand if they're trying to up their game at Lagoon. That's probably one of the rides that needs to go. So, I mean, I can't think of another ride that I would prefer they close over that one. So, I mean, they could do something with that nasty lake. <laughs> That's just fun, though. But I guess that needs to be there because it's the lagoon or whatever. But yeah, it's no uh, tears. Tears will be shed. Not for me. If they were to do a little bit more, I mean, I get they can only have one drop on that ride, but just the little riding around the corner, just looking at trees, I don't know. 
yeah just, like i said it's it looks like a scout camp or so i don't know like they say my neighbor built one in the backyard which neighbor or something but yeah there's not there's not a whole lot to it yeah um, and then you get a wave at the worker as you're going up the the pulley to get that, to the hill. that is kind of nice I, I do i do like that part but i don't and know it'd make, be good too. Wait for something else let's well, it'd be some... good i mean all you have in Pioneer Village is Pioneer Village and Rattlesnake Rap is that that draws people over there, right? Yeah, people aren't so, probably going over there just for the log fun. So it would be nice to have another ride that would draw people to kind of spread people throughout the park. So it's mm-hmm. not always congested on um you know towards uh the samurai area because you got those big rides over there and then you got the Colossus area that gets kind of clustered so it'd be nice to kind of spread people out a little further so it doesn't get as congested agree we'll see we'll see what happens yeah I think Pioneer Village could use some more more thrill I, I love walking around the and more draw to it because I mean it's, it's quite a walk to get over there yeah, make it and worth I, it, you know. And we usually don't go over there until my daughter really fell in love with Rattlesnake Rapids, but um, we only went over there in October time because you get candy. That's the only draw to get us over there. Matt and I spent a lot of time over there this last trip to Lagoon because we wanted, well, I wanted to procrastinate going to the haunted houses. So it was a nice little waiting area. But yeah, aside from even you mentioned going on it in October, not a lot of people going on rattlesnake rapids in October, that, that whole area aside from one haunted house in the corner and then the tree trail does not get a lot of love in the colder months and probably not a ton, maybe not as much just because people want to go for the thrills and they're not spending the time in pioneer village. So I think drawing yeah, people, people go over there, there when it's hot because they want to go to rattlesnake rapids to get wet. Um, yeah, and then the ice cream. Was, yeah, and I guess maybe the ice cream and the swig or whatever. But but you know, if it's not super hot, if it's not Halloween, there's not a whole lot of draw to get you back there. So I think it'd be good. I think it would be a good thing for him to to get something over there that would draw more attention to Pioneer Village. Yeah, I and I guess in related news, I mean, this was kind of not talked about as much as i heard but the i guess patriarch of the freed family who owns lagoon passed away not too long ago yeah like a month or so ago yeah it was around christmas time so that's that's really sad i i don't think he was terribly old as the years go on i mean still owned by the family i wonder what other changes come in the coming years especially now as they're going to be finishing up that other ride primordial which um, I'm sure we'll we'll talk about at some future date. Yeah, as of right now, I'm not super thrilled or excited about it after seeing it, but maybe I'll change my mind when I go on it. Yeah, we'll talk about it another time. Uh, again, lots of lots of news in the changing of entertainment venues in Utah over the last couple of days. Maybe more to come. Still yeah. waiting for them to announce that NFL team coming here. It's it's always fun to have something something new on the horizon. Yeah. Like I said, I want to know everyone's thoughts on what they should do with the, the ballpark and I guess their thoughts too on if they replace the log ride 
what kind of ride should they put in there? Yeah, Listen and if your vote thoughts. is not for my dark ride suggestion, it's the wrong wrong answer. Wrong answer, McFly. Thanks for listening to This Is A Place podcast. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>